Okay, well, this is, uh, I think, episode number three. We're changing the name from the TJDK show to Men After Truth. Way better. Oh, my goodness. We uh, had a little epiphany there. So, anyways, this is going to be a conversation. Uh, again, my name is Tayson Jensen. Uh, one of my good buddies, Devin Kinzer. Um, we are just men seeking after truth and trying to build that culture to grow and uh, really just become the best that we can be. Very cliche, but... Uh, making it actionable is a bit different than just uh, thinking about it. Here we are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Jason did a lot. Well, I guess we both did a lot of work, but uh, Jason is a mastermind behind getting the website up. Um, we'll have some links on that too, so you guys can go check out the website. Um, follow us on social. I have a lot coming. Um, Appreciate any and all feedback that anyone Twitter, might have. Instagram slowly getting going. We got a website um podcast blog and hopefully apparel soon so we're just we're just full sending it it's it's awesome it's uh it's been very enjoyable we've been talking about it and kind of tying back into probably we've talked about in both episodes so far but just doing what you love like life is way too short to fulfill someone else's dream and uh so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, being uncomfortable today and just principles of truth and discipline um i i did think we had a little meeting before this, but I did, I did think of something I want to talk about today. Do you have something you want to hit it off with or can I just go for it? No, man, you, you, you go. Okay, so I found today that one of my absolute favorite attributes of people, so my favorite people in the world have this attribute, and it's that they speak their mind. Yeah. I, oh man, it hit me so hard this week and I realized that. I was in a leadership class, um, like my favorite professor, and um have you seen free solo i haven't no we might have talked about this but this alex honald crazy amazing rock climber mm-hmm. um free solos el cap el capitan which is in yosemite in california it's like three i think it's 3200 feet high yeah so no ropes no nothing um shoes and chalk bag and clothes like it's so insane and so that's cool yeah, yeah. But, the interviews, man, you got to watch some interviews with him because he just says what's on his mind. He does not care about being, um, I guess, uh, appeasing people, saying what they want to say. He's so yeah. and so frank. Um, that's why I love Jordan Peterson. One of my really good buddies, his name's Helaman. Same thing, just says what's on his mind. And I, I don't know why, maybe you can help me figure this out, but it's, I think it's just because it's so simple. There's no... Mm-hmm no trying to guess what they're trying to say you just know and man when i realize that i'm like oh that is what i want to be it's so satisfying yeah wow that's cool yeah no i think i i really appreciate it when people are upfront with me even if it hurts sometimes like i i feel like i consider myself a pretty like like sensitive guy like i don't like getting yelled at you know um I think that's different than saying what's on your mind. When someone when someone tells you exactly how they feel, right? Like you, you know where they stand. You don't have to guess. And I feel like a lot of misunderstanding comes when we start to try to like guess why why people think a certain way or why they're acting a certain way. Um, whereas if they just tell us, then then that's fine. But I mean, then we know mm. what they're talking about. To to an extent, right? I mean, because that's why we have communication. That's why we talk, so we can try to come to a common mm. understanding. 
Um, and there are some people who think they speak what's on their mind. Um, they think they communicate clearly, but they don't. Mm. Um, they're just rude. <laughs> and I think that's really different than what you're talking about. It's like, I think what you're saying is people who can articulate well what they mean and mean it. Mm. Yeah, short, concise sentences. Makes me think of The Office with Kevin. <laughs> where he's like, use less word, save time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's why so why like use many word when one word to trick something? Like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It just makes it simple. Like not only is it simple, but it's less time wasted. You're not guessing. You're not okay. What are they trying to say? And trying to posture. It's oh, cool. Yeah, done with that thought because they're just said it plain clear. Yeah, so, that that was something sick that I realized this week, and I'm I'm trying to strive for that. There's a book called Not Nice. We might have talked about it already, but it's by Doctor. Yeah, you've mentioned that before. As a Buddha, yeah dude so good just say what's on your mind don't be a jerk about it but don't like sacrifice your personality to appease other people and for what they want to say so how does that um as you've been trying to do that have you noticed anything different that people reacted to you differently people are mad at you yeah something i i mean i don't think mad i think taken aback uh surprised not in a negative way per se maybe sometimes one that i've been focusing on is when people ask how i'm doing uh sometimes i don't even answer that <laughs> because it's it's almost like a a substitute for hi yeah like, what's up? like you don't actually mean what's up you don't actually want to know it's just a greeting so yeah. sometimes, sometimes i don't answer but the times i do you know, if I'm having a great day, I'm like, you know what? I'm doing absolutely fantastic. If I'm having a yeah. bad day, I say, uh, you know, today's not going so great for me, but it's 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 looking up. I'm trying to be more positive as well. And yeah. if people are, uh, yeah, they're just taken aback. Like, oh, he didn't say good. Yes. Yeah. The answer that 99.9% of everybody says. Um, I found out that's a pet peeve of mine, actually. So I love when people are honest with their words. So yeah. I'm slowly discovering uh ways that i'm not honest in my words so that's that's probably the quickest explanation yeah. how are you like i'm gonna tell you how i'm doing so be ready yeah dang and that's that's next level honesty i think we talked about that a few different times right but like gosh when you can really analyze your your own thought process and the way that you like talk to people talk to yourself and like decide like what's honest and what what's not honest like man that's when like he's, I don't know, that's when I start to realize like how much I just lie so much and it's okay. Like we're, we're just figuring it out. Right. Um, but like, I think that that's, that's something that I, um, see in like the future of, of the podcast and men after truth, right. Is like a group of, of men. And even if that's just me and you right now, um, who can speak and can speak well what they really mean, what they really think, right? And continue to develop that thought. And that's that's part of living in truth and having next level honesty, I think. Yeah, it takes a lot of thought to change. Definitely, definitely.
<laughs> habits and speech patterns like it's uh it's not an easy thing i think uh having i know having accountability partners is very helpful um, mm -hmm. let me pull this up real quick i gotta unless you had something to say no i was just gonna say like for those the like people actually listen to this like um like they just want to let us let us know either in like comments here on social media how they um like what accountability looks like for them because i feel like that's different for everybody and uh, there's lots of different ways to have effective accountability and you know i used to think that accountability was like this like you didn't have that as part of your life and like you just weren't going to perform as well i don't think that's true for everybody i think most people need accountability right i think there's some guys who really and, and, and ladies too but this is men after truth um is there's guys who really can just do it they don't need accountability you know they're accountable to the people who like the art they create the people who consume that that's what they're accountable to you know me i need i need accountability for sure so i just i'm interested to hear what the people who listen to this have to say about accountability so you can add that in the comments somewhere so anyway what did you what do you have there Grab your note. yeah thank you <clears throat> So probability of success. So I'm going to name the percent and then what the action was. So probability of success is six to eight percent when setting a goal in your own mind. Twenty-five yeah. to thirty percent when you write a goal down. Sixty-five percent with people who commit to their goal in front of another person. Eighty-five to ninety-five percent probability of success when people commit to ongoing meetings with an accountability partner. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's almost guaranteed success when you have someone to keep you accountable regularly. Like that was so cool for me to, to understand. Wow. That is really cool. That is really cool. So a, a consistent accountability partner almost guarantees you success. Wow. That's crazy. Well, uh, maybe what I said was wrong about some people not needing accountability partners, but is that's pretty. Huh. I think for the vast majority, you got to have one. Yeah. Um, but just as with anything, like there's always going to be outliers as well. It's true. It's true. Always going to be an outlier. Yep. Oh man. Yeah. And there's no. There's, it's not good to pattern your life after outliers. Hmm. I think where it's pretty easy to see, like. Um, we talked about this before, man. But like Gary V, I like that guy's stuff. Don't get me wrong; he's an outlier. He's a freak, man. Like the level of like tenacity that he uses for stuff. Grant Cardone, that's another guy that's like, oh my gosh, like outlier, right? Don't pattern your life after that. Learn something from it, you know. And I love learning from extremists, man. Like I can't tell you like how much joy I just receive like learning from these guys who are like freaks, like animals about what they believe in. Which is like it's just insane how intense they are, right? And then I can take that and like filter it through. So let's say like your average Joe, he definitely needs this accountability. Oh yeah, and you're talking about outliers. I think for the the majority, those are people that speak their mind, like we were talking about earlier. They're not hiding. Oh, yeah. They're just dude. They're just sending it. Yeah, and it's out there, but at least you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, dude. So, like, I, I hope this is all right to say. So, um, 
Donald Trump, right? No matter what you think about that guy as like a president, like that guy just th- th- more than he should have like said whatever, just spoke his mind, right? But if you read, like he wrote this great book like back in the 80s uh, called The Art of the Deal. And you read that thing, man. And the guy just like, was, like speaking his mind, he just made stuff happen. He just made stuff happen. He got creative, figured it out, made crap happen. And I think like, you're right. Like extreme people, they just, they say it. And not only did they talk, big talk, they also like walk. They walk the walk too. Like the people that you like, you know, typically are like that. Anyway. What do you think, what do you think is the main obstacle for people becoming almost their own outlier? I, I, I believe, a little background, I believe everybody has the opportunity to be incredibly influential and successful. Now, however you define successful depends. Uh, but say yeah. Trump, for example, dude, this guy just sent it. Whether or not you like him, wildly successful, huge crashes. <laughs> then they became, you know, billionaire president, right? So I think everyone really has that opportunity to become uh, very impactful. What do you think it is that stops them from doing that? Is it is it doubt? Is it lack of uh, confidence in themselves to achieve their dreams? Is it lack of thinking about their dreams because they think they're silly to think about their dreams? I th- I think that's I think it's a combination of, of all those things. I don't think we could really like pin it down into like one. Okay. one reason why um there's probably bigger reasons than others i think like the biggest thing holding me back from achieving my own potential is um my own belief system right and i'm not talking about my religious belief system but it's things like i don't think i have enough time to to put into my dreams or i don't think i have enough skill or i don't think i can't even learn the skill or um like I don't think, or maybe I think that this this social um, construct is like weighing me down or whatever, you know. Um, I think a big part of its action, though, like we've talked about that before. Like if you don't, you can have all the greatest ideas in the world, but if you don't act, nothing happens. Mm. So, it's hard to pin that down what do you think what do you think is the biggest thing holding people back from becoming their own outlier i i think you hit it on the head with action you reminded me of a quote let me find it real quick i take a lot of notes i just need to be uh much better at finding my notes you're good Well, I can't find it, but just uh, for the sake of time, I think it is action. So as you, as you were talking, I think that was a prayer answer for me. <clears throat> Can I run you through my day today? Sure. Yeah. And, and this is in, in an attempt to recognize opportunities that I had that I acted on and those that I did not act on. Right. So today I'm trying to get up real early. So I got up early today. 
and went and worked out with my buddy Jared, right? So that was an opportunity, could have slept in. Today I was blessed that I was wide awake when I woke up. So I went and I worked out and that was amazing. <sighs> Let's see, then I got home and I made breakfast. I know I should eat something healthier, but I just made some pancakes. Not awful, but not great, right? So a bit of a missed opportunity there. I'm not living at my highest level right there. Could have planned ahead a little better. Um, went to class, took an accounting exam, did great, loved it. And then I went to go, well, loved it, maybe not, but it was satisfying. <laughs> that was my relationship with accounting. And then I'm a TA for a class. So I went to go grade papers. And normally, I'm not antisocial, but I'm trying to be more focused and disciplined. So I'm like, hey, if I'm grading, I'm grading. I'm not going to chat. But I, I talked with uh, four people in the class I was going to next. Opportunity taken, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of all these, these opportunities that I have daily that I do and do not act upon. And I think that's what separates us. I mean, that, that's fairly simple. For me, a great example is a girl, right? Just bomb, 10 out of 10, dime piece walks by, right? Normal thought for a guy, I think, is, oh, my goodness. And then you kind of distract yourself. Oh, she's taken. Oh, uh, it, it, it's not natural. Like, that, that wouldn't be a natural approach. Like, you got to have something in common or something to talk about. I can't just go up and talk to her. Missed opportunity absolutely missed opportunity and i think that's the level that uh we uh we resort to where we go out of our comfort zone a little bit but not too much because that's too uncomfortable whereas if i were to go up to a girl and say hey you don't know me at all you are stunning that's all i just wanted to tell you that and then you walk away right you just made that girl's day you stepped out of your box and that's <sighs> do you see what i'm getting at like Every day, every person has the opportunity to be bold and to be fantastic. But I think we just defeat ourselves a lot of the time because it's different, because it's, it's not normal. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. You know, not to like, to, to spin it a little bit, but I think like maybe what holds us back from that action is that we think it has to be fantastic right like i i definitely agree right it's so like on paper like it's pretty easy to just go up and, and talk to that girl and honestly like that that might seem really freaky but i i think that like that's something that anybody can do not very few people are willing to do it right um but I think some of us think that the action that we need to take is really like crazy, really big, really expensive, and it really isn't. Whereas the action we really need to take is like something actually extremely small, like looking for opportunity every day and taking it, right? Um, and that's just what I was thinking as you were saying that, right? Is that you're telling me about your day and the opportunity during the day to act for your personal better, betterment, the betterment of other people, I think that's great. You're, you're focused on the day. And I, yeah, I love what you said where everyone has, everyone can, but not everybody will. That's, I think that's what I was trying to get at. And you just put it beautifully. Mm -hmm. Everyone I think has an equal opportunity. It just depends on what they do with it. Some people send it, most people don't. And I think, you know, talking about the outliers, um what for better or for worse the outliers take those opportunities 
I'm, I'm going to take this somewhere. Um, hope this is okay. Dude, talk about outliers. It just reminded me. I've done a lot of door to door sales, right? The two summers of it. I'm not going back this next summer. Um, and like that, that, it's for a lot of different reasons, right? But there are guys, right, who just make tons of money doing it. And so they bring this, like, there's an average. Whenever you try to get recruited, they tell you on average, this guy makes <laughs> money this summer. Because you get great. the one guy that makes <laughs> like six yeah. dudes. It's median and mode, right? Get next guy who tries to recruit you. Tell me, tell him you want the average in the mode. What do most people make in a summer? It's way less than the average that he's telling you. Like that's not bad, right? It's a it's just a recruiting tactic, and it's not untrue because average, average. When you talk about median, right? Um, I think I have those those right. It includes the outliers. Um, but dude, those guys who make like tons of money over the course of four months, they're animals. Like they're reading so much in the, in the preseason, right? They're practicing, they're working so hard. You take the outlier in, in any like field and you see they just, they're just putting in the reps. They're working really hard and often they're freaks about it. And I think that, Man, what I was thinking of is like becoming your own outlier. You need to just find the right place to be. Like, I, I don't want to be an outlier in the door-to-door sales space, right? Like, even though I'm, I'm good at it, I don't want to be an outlier there. But in other spaces, oh, I definitely want to be an outlier. And we can find the actions those other guys are already taking and incorporate that, into, incorporate that into our daily lives, right? Um, and I hope this makes sense. I feel like I'm just rambling, but gosh, like anyone you know who excels in their sphere, you can translate that into your sphere, into where you're at, right? Um, gosh, and I would just bet that it's daily stuff, man. It's daily stuff. And you could do it in less time than you think, too. Anyone, mm. anyone can become great. <laughs> Freak, the bar is so low right now. The bar <laughs> of greatness has never been lower. The world <laughs> is filled with mediocrity. So that's my rant. I felt very, very, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I do know. Yeah, I just, I just, I feel like there's just so few just stellar, stellar men. Yes. Right. Like I was looking around at church the other day and I was like, gosh, there's only like two people here are even in shape. Like, <laughs> we're even in shape. Like, what, what, what happened? What happened, dude? I'm not I'm not going to be like that. I'm not going to be like that. Like, so I want to continue to hear your rant, but I, I uh, have a marketing professor. I don't even know how I got this announcement because I'm not taking his class anymore. But he talked about the awful commercials. Uh, for the NFL the last little bit with uh, specifically Dr. Pepper and there was one uh, punchline was you deserve this and the whole commercial all 30 seconds of it 45 seconds was people failing and they find the silver the dirt lining because it's not silver at all it's just you know the nitty-gritty like oh you crashed your car well you're alive well I guess that's positive I'm the, i can't think of a good example but it's something awful happens because of their lack of self-control or discipline 
and like oh it's okay you deserve a dr pepper like you woke up this morning i'm like okay that's you know a different topic trying to go into depression and stuff but for the average person waking up it's a given yeah and yeah. this commercial say oh you deserve it and obviously you know they're being a little facetious and you got the little creepy tiny it's a sweet one guy you know <laughs> i'm like dang <laughs> man and, and what you're talking about like with the, the people stand in shape and um let's be clear i have i have many things to work on but i can also take comfort in the fact that i'm very actively trying to overcome those yeah maybe that's that's what's missing i don't know if it's so much the desire in the men or anybody for that matter that's missing or the complacency and the mediocrity that's pushed upon them to never excel yeah i it's it's i think it's a combination of, it, of all all those things right because there's no there's really no societal pressure for you to be anything anything more than a cog right and but there's also nothing holding you back from not being caught either mm-hmm. right we're in this this weird spot in my opinion in society where it's just easier to fit in it's not that it's hard to stand out it's just easier to fit in right and that and that's the lie is it just like it just is it's simpler to just you know go work your nine to five and come home and play video games and watch tv it but like gosh like it's not what it means to be alive, like by any means. Man, I'm so excited for this 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 podcast for like literally, like just building this community, right? Of 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 like-minded individuals, like dude. We, I mean, heck, I I really think that people who are going to be drawn to this and who are drawn to it already, um, not your not your average guy, you know. And it shouldn't. It should not be a one size fits all. Yeah. Like you go into marketing, you got to have a, is it niche or niche? I think it's niche. I hear people say it. Yeah. I say niche. It's just, it's, okay. There it is. <laughs> so I say niche. But niche. A lot of people say niche, but like I say niche. I don't know why. Like it just okay. like to me, like it reminds me of nook, you know, and niche. niche. And nook, I feel like they're, you know, it's like one little corner. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say niche just just to get to okay. the point. But yeah, you, yeah. You have to have a niche. Very, very like ridiculously small amount of businesses or people succeed without having some sort of specialization. Yeah. Yeah. Right, you got Walmart, you got Amazon, like they they dominate kind of just over everything. I doubt it started that way. I don't know their their uh, their founding stories really, but um yeah, this growth is not for everybody, man. Like not everybody wants to change. Change is uncomfortable, right? You think of, and this is my perception, maybe I'm a little hard-nosed about it, but um, just like when, when people peak in life, it's, you go to high school, you graduate, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, let's go on a senior trip. And um, personally, I went on a mission. I remember the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. That's uh, something we often do is we go on a mission. Uh, if you don't do that, then you go to college. And I feel that there's the there's the pressure of go to college, you'll be successful, you get a better job. Uh, that's a, a different conversation we'll have another time. But um, but what after that? It's like you graduated, you got a job, great. You're packed down for the next forty years until you retire. Yeah, you, you did it. You know, I don't feel there's really a lot of of push to be anything greater than a than a, a subpar college graduate who you know has a couple 
kids and you got, you got your mortgage payments, your car payments and, you know, debt's okay. And yeah, you don't need to be in shape because you're married and just let your wife tell you what to do. And you can't have any opinion. That's oh, another topic. I'm going to go wrong real quick. When people say, oh, it's not up to me. It's up to my wife. You are a simp. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not married disclaimer, but that doesn't mean I don't understand true and correct principles. You get to pick your battles in marriage and those guys settle. They settle. Oh my goodness. It's so frustrating. It's, oh. it's just a lie that, that, that was sold. Like, and I don't even know who sold that. I'm, I'm kind of on, I'm trying to delve into that study. It's a beautiful into that. lie. It works so well. Yeah. Um, I, I personally use that excuse frequently, right? But it's not because I can't make decisions without talking to my wife. I, because I, I mean, I, I always talk to her just because I respect her, right? I usually say that because I want to say no. Mm. And it comes back to that being truthful thing. And mm. if it isn't, it, like, I should just, like, just say no. I shouldn't say, um, like, I need to talk to my wife about it, right? I should say no, right? That's honest. That's truthful. Um, but no, I agree with you, man. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know where it all happened. I'm kind of on this, uh, this journey to try to understand where, not just when masculinity just like slipped into the subconscious, right? Um, but who did it and why? And it's, it's this like subtle, sinister plot i don't know and i'm trying not to be like too like conspiracy about it but gosh like what like even what everyone has their own idea about masculinity these days you know but most of those ideas still fall short even the good ones right kind of fall short mm -hmm. right and uh yeah um, I, I don't know where the answer all, answer lies, um, but it's definitely not in the modern rhetoric about um, what a man is. Well, so, so here's a thought. Here's two stereotypes. Um, they're not outliers. Maybe they're not the most common, but they're, they're very common. And I'm going to go both sides. I'm going to go the man and the woman. When the woman wears the pants in the family, the man doesn't have a choice. Um, Whipped. Whip. Whip. Absolutely. Well, how many kids you want to have? Well, that's not up to me. That's up to the wife. Where are you going to go on vacation? Oh, that's not up to me. That's up to the wife. Every single big choice. It's not up to me. It's up to the wife. That's not my call to make. I just pay the bills. Somehow it's been forced onto men. You go, and this isn't the boy crisis that I finished. We've talked about it a little bit. You forfeit all your dreams to take care of your family. Taking care of your family, vital important let's let's not fool ourselves there but again you get to pick your battles yeah right and you, you just sacrifice and you castrate yourself and give yourself to your wife and she makes all the choices in the entire world for it that's sad right and then you got the other yeah. side of the equation where the man might do the exact same thing where you know he's he's dominant he's uh, maybe not abusive but maybe emotionally abusive and he's just yeah. dominates everything and is the alpha and doesn't give the wife any say and it's just um you know the mentality of a uh, this is how it used to be, you know, in my grandparents' days. Kids are meant to be seen and not heard. Yeah. Right? Discipline, no, you obey, right? So there's, it comes down, in my opinion, as I'm understanding, just uh, whether you're biblical or not, is just being equally yoked. Yeah. 
Definitely. Men and women are not designed to be the same. They're not the same. They cannot be the same. Uh, I think it was in Scandinavia. Jordan Peterson talks about this with Warren Farrell, the author of The Boy Crisis. Uh, they're trying to make men and women more similar right, as far as their rights and responsibilities yeah. and lifestyles and stuff in Scandinavia. And then they just became more polar and opposite. Like they're equal, but they're not the same. You cannot have them be the same. They, they oh. Equal, equal rights. Like, if it, like there, there's equal rights, right? Like, right. But um, th- like, but there's so many things men and women aren't equal on. So many things. Like, it's just like, like we're lying to ourselves. If you think men and women are equal in everything, it's just like, it, just look at any any building where there's an active shooter. Okay, men and women aren't equal. Like they just like we automatically biologically and when crap hits the fan, we throw that all out the window. Right. It just doesn't, it just doesn't happen. Like men are biologically adapted to certain things. Women are, are biologically adapted to certain things. That's good. That's great. Women should definitely be able to vote. I'm not anti-woman. I love women, right? But we're different. I totally agree with you. Like I'm, I'm not trying to have women register for the draft, right? Like, oh well, we're equal, so you gotta go register as well. Yeah. Yeah, and dude, what you're sorry to to, to kind of go back to what you're saying, but those two like ideas of masculinity is like one people really like like to yell about that about like the abusive father, you know, and like or or even just like the overlording father. There's so many. There's, I mean, there's countless books and movies and songs and all kinds of things written about that, right? The drunk guy who beats his family, obviously wrong, right? But like, dude, the guy who literally just goes to work, comes home, watches football or watches TV or whatever, you know, maybe he watches a car and mows a lot. Like, dude, he's he's not serving anyone any better, right? Is he causing physical or emotional harm? Yeah, it's in a very different way. But though, neither one of those are masculinity, right? I had never thought about this. I have to send it to you. But like how much the man cave is literally, like that is one of the worst things that's ever happened. One of the worst things that's ever happened. You think you're a man because you have a room with a TV and a pool table in it where you can knock back some beers and watch someone else do something cool on television. Dude, oh. yeah, that's just like ridiculous Dude. to me. If we're really going to be men seeking after truth, we have to seek after what it means to be a man, what it means to be a husband, what it means to be a father, and, uh, and how that all relates together. And what it means to be the biological descendant of so many other men who were actually men right mm-hmm. so and we have so much so much to cover well let yeah. me be clear real quick i don't know if this came across I, you know what i'm saying but yeah uh, men and women are absolutely equal and as far as the home balance goes in what i have seen in my life because um I observe that a lot, right? Whenever I see like a power couple, dude, I just watch, I watch them. It's so cool to see how they treat yeah. each other and they, they communicate. And if they're, if they're on different pages, they get on the same page as fast as they can, right? When they're parenting, it's not the mom said this or dad said that it's oh, mom said this. Okay. We'll let the mom come. We have a chat real quick. Right. And then the, the husband and wife and they talk to each other. It's principle based. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, principle based is the best way to go. Um, so it's it's got to be run in tandem. Yeah, the man might be the head of the household. I don't know. 
I guess that doesn't really matter to talk about right now, but it's it's got to be equal and they, that communication has to be there. They both got to be running the house together. It can't be the mom mm-hmm. you know, running the kids everywhere, doing everything, being the soccer mom while the dad is in his man cave, you know, living his dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely, man. That's fantastic. And I, I agree. Absolutely. And if I ever talked about like, I'm just more interested in talking about men because I am one. There's lots of things I need to learn about. <laughs> I love women. I don't have any problem with, with women. I'm just like very passionate about that. Mm-hmm. Well, man, I think we've covered a lot of great things tonight. So great. Thanks for joining us.